You're listening to Are You Happy Business Podcast on Captivate. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us on another podcast of Are You Happy? Today, I'm here with Trisha Ulberg, and she's going to give us a little bit of a history of how she started her own marketing company, and I can't wait to hear it. Thank you so much for having me um, as a guest, Tom. I really appreciate it. I'm excited to tell my story. Um, yeah, so I'm Trisha Olberg, and um, I started a digital mar- marketing agency with a friend of mine about a year. It's been about a year now, and um, it's somebody that I was, um, my friend is somebody that I was teaching a digital marketing boot camp with at the University of Texas. That's kind of how we met. And um, while we were teaching this boot camp, we discovered um, that we were also getting a lot of leads for clients who needed website work and digital marketing work. And so we started an agency together um, and we call ourselves we rock dm um <laughs> that, that that's kind of our personality we like to have fun so and our website is we and yeah so that that's a little bit of background about how i got my business started there's a much larger story to be to be told <laughs> i love that though that's awesome it is yeah. good to have fun at the workplace for sure it is it's important, it's important. yes um, would you like me to tell you a little bit more about how I started my business? Okay. So yes, absolutely. Okay. So, um, yeah, so, uh, about a, a couple of years ago here, here's about a couple of years ago, I was at a job that I was not very happy at. And I know a lot of your listeners will can relate to this. A lot of people can listen to relate to this. And I stayed at this job because I, at the time didn't really know if I, could do better than that job. I mean, there were some things that were really good about it. Like the benefits were good. Um, it was stable, which I, I know that's a blessing, um, but I was not happy. I wasn't being challenged. Um, and the, the, the culture wasn't right. Um, it was not fun. I would walk into the office and I'd have a knot in my stomach every single day, just anticipating um, the office politics, just, um, you know, it just was not my happy place. And finally, what what was really, what finally made me decide to go ahead and do something different is that I, I came to the realization that no matter how hard I tried to make this job fit me, it wasn't going to. I really had used all the tools in my toolbox to make this job fit me. But I just knew deep down that I was not supposed to be there and that I was not um, living up to my potential. That's really what it was. I was never going to be living up to my potential. Even though I would have had a stable job, I would have always felt like I was kind of letting myself down a little bit. So I went ahead and I finally left this job and I wasn't quite sure. <laughs> I knew I knew I wanted to do something big, but I didn't know quite, sh- I wasn't quite sure what to do. Um, but something that I did, I was always interested in was digital marketing. And I, I'm a graphic designer. My background is in graphic design and web design. And I saw a job posting for a teacher's assistant position um, for a digital boot camp. And I, I wondered, I wonder if I have enough knowledge already, having been a designer and worked in the marketing world, not so much digital, but marketing, um, that I could be a TA in this course and more or less learn on the job about all the other aspects of digital marketing. 
So I applied for the job and I got it. And um, so truly, I got to learn on the job. I was a TA and I ended up getting paired with an amazing instructor who is a very good friend of mine now and my business partner. And yes, I was I, I got to learn on the job about digital marketing and I loved then something else happened. I realized that I love teaching love teaching. And so I ended up doing teaching, staying with this instructor and teaching four more cohorts. We're going to be teaching another one coming up soon. So now I teach. And then we also started this digital marketing agency together and we're designing websites together. And we also, something I love that's making me happy is we are helping the students in our, in our course um, a lot of the students taking our course are also looking for a, a new path, a new direction, a, a career change. That's a, one of the main reasons people are taking this boot camp. And so uh, as a result of having our agency, we are now able to help our students and hire some of them or bringing them on as interns and, and mentor them and help them in their career paths. So truly, I have I have gone from a, a like I said, in a position where I didn't really feel like I was living up to my potential. I just didn't, I kind of felt like I was letting myself down by staying there. Um, I made the leap and now I'm doing something that truly makes me happy, not only because of the, the work I'm doing, but the fact that I get to help others too. I, and I really think that's it is I really wanted a job where I could help others and help other people find their happiness and help change their careers. And it is just so rewarding to have students reach out to me. And even if they if they if we can hire them, that's great. But even if they're finding jobs elsewhere um, to, to have them say that I helped them on that journey in some way is just very fulfilling. And um, yeah, so that that's kind of how that happened. <laughs> and um, again, it was it was a big leap of faith because the job I left was very secure. I could have just stayed there forever. I could have. Mm -hmm. It was it was a I tough think, decision. <laughs> I really think that it's important that we we have this conversation about leaving a workplace that is toxic and not good for our health. Yeah. Um, I've done I've done it myself. I was in the corporate world, and I thought I was defined by my position. And what I've realized is I'm, I'm going to be defined by what people said of me and the impact that I've had on other people. And when you're in the middle, like if you're in middle management, it, you can't really have control over, you can treat the people that, you work, that work underneath you better, but you can't improve the quality of their life because you have no control over their pay or how they're treated or, you know, like, um, so, or the environment the overall environment or the structure of the company. So it's, it's a conversation that needs to be had. And I think the risk of people um, leaving, you know, leaving that nest, that safety nest and um, going out on their own and them finding, being able to find their happiness in doing what they truly love, like giving, I'm, I align Trisha with what you're saying, because like when you give, you get, I get anyways, like I, um, I help, you know, I was, I'm on city council, I'm on the downtown development, I'm on the chamber of commerce, but we do so much more. And I, um, like I was the, like the boy scout, uh, assistant scout master. And then I was the, the cub scout master. And it was just, you know, like it never ended, but I love giving back, you know, we fundraised enough to where the, the kids didn't have to pay to be in cub scouts. And we live in kind of a, high poverty area. So it was, it was very nice to give back that way, but I know what you're saying. And 
I feel like the world would be a better place if more people said sent a message by leaving those jobs that hey, either you need to fix your fix your stuff or we're gonna find our own path. And I do think that twenty you know, twenty twenty-three through twenty forty is going to be a revolution of employment. And we're gonna find that companies are going to have to work on their structure, their culture, and the well-being of their employees if they're going to continue to stay in business. And that's very difficult. Absolutely. And I feel that I feel that COVID kind of helped propel that a little bit. Um, There was something about making us all take a hard stop and really looking at at what we're doing with our lives, like our day to day lives, like we were kind of forced to do it that you started to realize um, a lot of people started to realize, you know, this isn't really working for me. I need a better work-life balance here and I need to, to be doing things that that fulfill me. And um, going back to what you said about the the culture of workplaces, Yes, I that I have ever since I left that job, I've actually done a lot of research. I've been reading a lot of stories about um, how that happens. And there absolutely needs to be a revolution. Um, it happens a lot, especially in organizations with a really strong um, hierarchy um, where things have been done a certain way forever. And and it's hard to, to change. Right. Like so people really do need to start leaving jobs or speaking up. But that being said, these organizations also need to create a culture where speaking up is um, is seen as a positive thing, because in the organization I was in, speaking up was not a positive thing. Speaking up was rocking the boat. Um, And, you know, and employees need to feel safe. They need to feel safe bringing up concerns in a constructive way. I mean, there's there's whining about your job (laughs) and then there's bringing up constructive um, criticisms as to why how we can improve things and work together better. That's what I'm talking about. Right. Um, But yes, I mean, a lot of times there is not the safety net that uh, um, built into the organization to allow employees to do that, to go ahead and speak up and say, this is not working. Let's let's improve this. Um, Let's improve the communication or make some changes. And it's not there. So I agree with you. I, I think that this is something that's very, very much needed. I think a lot of people are starting to realize this. And I do hope there is a revolution. I, I hope there is one. People need to start speaking up and, and make do. our, you know, make make our work workplaces um, less toxic, no bullying, and more positive. Yeah. Yes. Yes, I agree. It's it it is terrible because if you're not drinking the Kool Aid, yeah. and you see something that could benefit the company and take it to the next level, like like the working from home revolution, like there's so many um, ancient bosses that believe. Working from home is toxic. Well, you know what? If you structured your company to where you had a metric where you could track, and then it, what, why does it matter where they are when they're doing the work for you? Like, well, it's, it's, and I think that they don't want to admit that they haven't created a metric on how, on tracking the performance of their employees. And I think they don't want to admit that. And so they want to see them and be in control of them while they're right in front of them or around. And that's, um, it's, you know, it's in, in their defense, they don't know better. So, you know, you can't, you can't really like hate them, you know, for it, but it's, it's just, uh, it's a difficult conversation, but when you bring it up and, and you're met with such, um, negativity and, and, you know, like 
it's not going to happen. This isn't, you know, well, okay, but this will better the company and people that can work at any hour of the day are going to produce more than, in my opinion, mm-hmm. than, than what they would um, if they were sitting at a desk from nine to five, where they just have to sit there. Yeah. And if, if, if anyone can't see that, you know, it's just difficult to, to portray that to people. And they think that they're going to get away with things that they would, they're already doing it. They're already doing it at their desks, but anyway. Yeah, no, that's so true. Uh, So I do think that's one of the things that COVID has helped with is that a lot of companies were forced to let, you know, employees stay from home. And then they realized, oh, this actually works. (laughs) Um, But they were forced into it. Like that wouldn't have happened had COVID not happened, right? Now, and and speaking to some of what you were saying about how, how employees it doesn't matter if they're going to be doing that if they want to, if they're dedicated to their job, it doesn't matter if they're in the office or in at home, if they're happy and dedicated, they're going to do a good job in either place. And if they have flexibility to work from home and there, maybe you're not, you don't have a two hour commute. Maybe you have more time to go to your kid's baseball game after, after, you know, work. Um, then why wouldn't that make them a happier employee? Of course it is. That being said, I do think there's also some benefit to face-to-face time. And um, I do think that that's important because there's something about being in somebody's personal space that you get to know them a little better, right? So I think there's a balance there that needs to be had. Um, but yeah, you know, that going back to that job, it was funny because, so our office was actually had a little bit of telecommuting, a little bit more than um, some other offices. But very often when I was in the in the office, um, I didn't really feel like uh, um, I was interacting with people anyway. Like they didn't very often didn't even realize what I was working on or what I was doing. Or <laughs> so, so that became it was it was interesting. Like uh, I could just be doing this from home. <laughs> But um, yeah, so I agree. I I think that that um, this is something that's been changing and I think it's a good change and I think it needs to continue to change. Right. To to just look at our workspaces and what actually works for people and what actually makes them happy and want to stay at their jobs and do a better job. I agree. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. So I'll ask the question that I, I asked everyone. So how do you sustain a level of happiness while running your business? Ah. Okay, so the, I would say, okay, hmm, that's a good question. We're, who you work with is very important. I I am very picky <laughs> now about who I who I work with. Um, again, I my business partner is um, very supportive. Um, we think alike. Um, we have each other's backs. I feel comfortable with him. Um, we also hire, um, you know, we hire students and employees that we also know kind of have the same vision as we do. Um, I think it's really important to to listen to that. Um, you know, when things are not jiving with somebody, you know, and rather than try to to trying to make that work, um, maybe listen to your gut and surround surround yourself with people who are who have the same vision you do and who are there to lift you up and have your back, lift you up. I think that's that's very important in being happy at your job. The people, people are so important. Um, obviously, work-life balance, um, we have that. Um, and then again, opportunities to give back. Mm-hmm. We, we do a lot of nonprofit work. 
Again, we are hiring students. We're helping them on their careers. We're helping give them experience. Um, we also teach a WordPress course and we're teaching them how to build websites so, that, so they can go and start their own freelance businesses. Um, that is really, really important to me. It's just this feeling that I'm doing something for other people. It's not just about me making money. I mean, I wish money didn't matter. It does, yes. but <laughs> it does. Yeah. But if you can learn, if you can figure out how to make money, but also feel like you're helping other people and in enriching other people's lives, that is just such that just makes all the difference. It really does. It makes it you does. happy. It does. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Giving it. It's funny. You have to give it away to keep it. You do. You know? Yes. Yeah. It's a, it's a <laughs> weird. It's weird how that works. And, it, you know, you can't hoard. You can't keep it. You have to give it away and then more will come and yeah. you have to have faith. You have to have that faith that it'll come and we lose sight of it. And we, it, we forget it because like um, it happens so often. And yet when we have so many examples of it actually happening and even in our friends and family, and yet we, we still worry about, Oh, well, what if I'm giving too much of my time to this? Well, it will come back and you have to do it with that understanding. That is so true. Um, that is a very good point. I, I do think that everybody struggles with work-life balance and there's a lot of guilt involved when you spend more time on your work than you do with your family. But it's kind of like a catch 22 because you're also working for your family. <laughs> um, but if you can dedicate some of that working time to giving back in some way, I mean, again, that that's just benefits everybody. Then you're, if you really look at it, you're benefiting everybody, your, your family, yourself, your, the, your community and the people you're helping. Right. And, um, yeah, it's, it, it's a, it's a, it's a juggling act for sure. Um, but it can be done. I feel, I feel like I, I am closer to that vision than I ever have been in my career at any job I've ever been. And it feels good. It, it really does. <laughs> I, I love that. I love hearing that. I love what I do because I hear the story more often than I have in the past. And I, it, every time I hear it, it just, uh, it, I get goosebumps because I've been there yeah. and um, it is scary navigating the, the free world by yourself without a paycheck, you know, a steady paycheck. My goodness, is it so worth it? Yeah. Because it's, you don't have those anxieties. You don't have to take medication, you know, yeah. like, my sleep, um, wow, I was averaging three and a half to four hours of sleep. And it was just, you know, I was so involved with my job. I did everything. And now now it's like seven hours. You know, like I'm getting seven and I feel so good. I feel, you know, and I can share that. It's like a, a ripple effect. Yeah. You can share that with the world. When you go to the gas station, when you have a waitress that's in a bed, you can share your happiness with them because you've created it yourself. And you know that they you've been in their shoes and you've been frustrated at your job and yeah. you understand it in a different way. So you don't have to like match that vibe. You can change the vibe. And I, yeah. I love doing it. Yep. That is so true. And I, I have to say through this journey I've been on, I, I have a lot of empathy for people who are going through this, which is so many people. Um, mm -hmm. And I, and also I also want to say, I know it's not easy for everybody to do what I did, like leave a job. Um, financially, sometimes you're not able to do that. But that being said, 
maybe there is something you could be doing at your company to make things better. Maybe there's something you could do do with your position. Maybe there's a different company you can go work for. You know, Um, my husband was in that position where he wasn't really feeling it with a a company and he found a new company. He's happy now. So there's, there's things that you can do. Maybe not everybody can go and start their own business like I have, but there's things that everybody can do. And something that I think that all of us can do better is just, again, create opportunities where we can communicate safely in in the workplace where we're, it's not a competition thing it's you don't have to worry about what's going to happen to your job if you speak up um just creating this open dialogue um where people can s- freely talk to each other without fear of repercussions that's really what it is right and i think just that alone if everybody could start doing that in whatever work um working capacity they're in um, just would make things so much better and everybody would be happier and yes, get seven hours of sleep. For me, it's more like nine. I need like nine. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, Yeah. it's just an, you know, it's an improvement from my three and a half. So I, it's, uh, it is, I, I love that you said that though, because it is true. Um, because sometimes happiness comes from, well, happiness does come from within. So in, in a sense, you have to be happy where you're at to be happy where you're going. Because mm-hmm. I think that finding that happiness where you are um, will make that journey to the next place or wherever, even staying where you are, all that better because you found your happiness inside and you realize that the consequences of other people's actions or demands are out of your control and you control your emotions to how to react to those yeah. situations. That you know that that is powerful in those that cannot that will not make the jump or cannot financially make the jump. It is, it is very important that they, they learn that lesson, but they also draw the line, know their boundaries and, um, and not let, not get walked all over. That is Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And it, it's, it takes a lot of bravery, especially depending on the kind of environment you're in, you know, um, hopefully we can all start doing better at creating more safe environments for people to work in. Yes. <laughs> That's Absolutely. My <laughs> yes i love that and i have one last question and uh it, we're about at the end of our podcast so if you could give a message to the world from a business perspective what would it be oh just again just create environments that where you are lifting people up um make if you put that at the make that one of the priori- priorities of your business that you are you are going to be enriching the lives of other people whether it be your clients um your employees people in your community just whatever it is um and work that into your business plan how you're going to give back that will just come back to you tenfold just like you said is so important i really think that that makes a big difference 